This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show, brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. I secret. I think you want to know. A dirty little secret. About a secret little show. Sarah and Vinny Secret Show for motherfucking Friday. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. March 24th. Snuck right up on me. You know, I don't even know when we booked this vacation. And by booked it, I mean just, you know, put it into the schedule. Uh, but Bryn very quietly got himself a trip to Hawaii. And then I think it was like last week I realized that we had a week off. I'm like, oh, all right. Well. That was before that. We talked about it. Yeah, I'm, I Probably. You know, you it's one of those mind. things I'm bad at in general. It's how I get in the most trouble is, is you know, a partner. This isn't just me and my wife. It's through the years when someone brings something up. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds fine. Now I don't think anything of it. And I go, oh, that'll be good. Yeah, sure. I, okay. That's forever. And then away. when it comes, you know, when that comes to be, I'm always like, wait, what? It's, I'm just terrible. I've never been good at just going, wait, let me look at a calendar and think this through, check with others, and then get back to you. I never think to do that. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. At this point, clearly in my 50s, I'm just broken that way. Oh, well. John has been trying to fix me for a long time. I actually do now. Try, I used to go, yeah, yeah, we'll do that or whatever. And now I, I have to... He says, "Don't put anything on the calendar unless you've at, unless we've talked about it. No more putting things on the calendar without talking about it." And then, so I always just and it actually gives you a, a second to pause. Vin, you just go, uh, "That sounds great. I need to talk to the old man about it, or the old, you know, old lady, the, the old missus. Lady. Yeah, I need to talk to the missus about it, but you know, I'll let you know. Well, but then anyway. you got, but then you got to remember to talk about it, and you got to let them know." I think Bryn is stoked. I think this is a good time of year to be in o- on Oahu. Like it's not going to be mm-hmm. super packed, yeah. and the weather's going to be perfect. Not too hot, but but you'll be in sandals and trunks. Oh, that's, that's right. So yeah. And this is one of those things that Anita Book can take care of. You know that uh, the whole vacation time and everything that was. A request from her. I think it was like as early as January when she uh, asked. It was a while ago. She was like, when When can we take that break? And then she aligned it with Cameron's spring break, which is next week. So that works well, that's, out for she's us. She's a planner. She's, that's yeah, what planners exactly. do. That's, right. I wouldn't have done fantastic. that. Fantastic. Yeah. 
and non-planners yeah. go, oh, yeah, 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 whatever. I, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah can you, can someone else say, What else are we I, talking about? Do, let's, uh, yeah. That was great. Ball. I'm sure that will happen. Hold on a minute. I'll be back. Yeah. Okay. What were we saying? <laughs> we, I don't know. We're talking about itchy balls or something. Oh, hey, dear. Uh, you have itchy balls? No, you do. Remember that? The phrase that pays used to be, Sarah, your balls are showing. Oh, yeah. For a long time, that's what you would yeah, say Yeah, that was the, the phrase time. that pays yeah. forever. Yeah. What did it pay again? <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. Like you got a free t-shirt or something. Something. But yeah. Uh, we're clearly not equipped to do a, let's, I'm going to read you about advice. It's a short. Oh, let's do that. Yes. Actually, someone wrote in and said, are you kidding? 25 minutes on Sarah's underwear? What the fuck do you people want from me? I gave you 25 (laughs) minutes on my crotch. You know, honestly, I, I I cannot win for losing. No, no matter what, if I hold things in, I'm in trouble over that. If I tell you everything, it's TMI. Like, fuck you, you yeah. brat. Talked about my crotch and my asshole and the string right across. So, I, I was horrified by what I revealed. And you're whining about You've that. You've been fighting the thong fight for over decades now, right? Fight the thong so fight like, every yeah. minute. We're proud of you, Sarah. I really like that show. I'm proud of you, too. Yeah, yeah I liked it, too. Like it was so, it. You guys are so supportive. Like, like uh, you know, athletic supporters supportive. Like, no, I'm serious on. about, you know, I'm happy that you're open-minded to trying new things that can benefit you. I'm not you. that open-minded. Like it's, it's, I, just, it's, I had well, to. Yeah, you are, you're right. You're very closed-minded. That's I, why I'm proud yeah. that you finally opened open for once for your once. mind to that. Yeah. Maybe yeah. she'll start doing more stuff now. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Turn around. I, every now and then. No. <laughs> Wait, aren't we going to sing? Why am I the only one singing? Turn <laughs> Are we singing now? Every we... now and then. No, we're not. You're going to read a, You're going to read about advice. We're going to help some people, and then we're going to leave. Yeah. Let's do this. That's right. I don't know if this one's hard or easy. All right. I'll let you. And I did, never had to face this, so I don't. I don't know what your thoughts will be. Uh, hello, love your show, longtime listener. My 16-year-old daughter has been in a relationship for several months and has asked to have her girlfriend sleep over. I grew up in a generation of parents that had a lot of purity culture and rules without necessarily having a reason. I feel like I'm supposed to say no, but I can't really think of a reason to support that answer. I know that with teens, when you forbid them to do something, it just means they have to be more creative in finding opportunities to do that thing. Mm. We've had discussions about consent, and I'm happy she can explore a relationship in a healthy manner. Are there reasons to not let her have the sleepover? Are there rules that I should put in place, i.e. not sleeping in the same bed? Thanks for your input, OFOC. Just when you think you've got parenting figured out, you have a teenager. Can you read the front part of that again? What was the first couple sentences there? My 16-year-old daughter has been in a relationship for several months and has asked to have her girlfriend sleep over. The girl that she's in a relationship with. Yeah, so that's interesting because I think that if it were a guy and a girl, you would feel completely comfortable and justified saying, fuck no. Your boyfriend can't sleep over. Absolutely fucking not. No, there's no, you don't get to bone people in my house. Right. But suddenly because it's another girl, it changes that dynamic in such a way that you feel like, well, I I don't feel like I can say no. Why do you feel like, you, don't you feel like you can say no? Yeah. I, I think you need to ask yourself, do I feel comfortable with those two sleeping in the same bed, having sex in my house? 
you're not wrong that they're teenagers and if that's something that they're up to, they'll find a way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it, and listen, when I was a kid, there was no fucking way my boyfriend was ever sleeping over at my house. My parents right. would never have put up with that. I didn't even ask. I didn't, you know, I wouldn't have even wanted that. Forget it. It's not, that wasn't happening. But I knew people who their parents did not care. And by the time they were 16 years old, it was clear that their, their mom had taken them to get birth control. There, there was just a looser household. They're, you know, not looser in that they were slots, but just like the, they were, every family has its own rules. So I, I think for this lady, you just got to figure out what you're comfortable with. You don't have to have a reason to support it. You just say, she can sleep over, but she has to sleep on the couch. She can't sleep over because I don't want you guys doing it in my house. She can sleep over, but she's got to be on a sleeping bag on the floor. And and I'm going to trust you guys to not do anything. Or she can sleep over and you guys can go at it all fucking night. Whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, you got to think about these things from a few different angles. But in, in general, I remember a lot of kids. I remember a, a girl I knew, her her parents were buying her cartons of cigs when she was 13 cartons. Oh boy. Like they were like, yeah, you're buying cigs. So we'll get you the, the least expensive version of what it is. You smoke like, let's get that carton. So you get the deal. Right. Like my parents would have never right in a million. I didn't even feel comfortable smoking around my parents when I was in my twenties. Like I just didn't like that wasn't okay. But I realized there's different dynamics all over the place. I can give you an example in my own house. Uh, I'm an alcoholic. I am. And and I know that I, growing up as a, as a kid, I didn't drink in my house. And there were lots of parents that bought kegs for us. And their kids drank. And we had parties at their houses. And, and so, it, you know, they were comfortable with that. I can assure you, despite being, you know, possibly called a hypocrite, that I will never green light drug or alcohol use in my house ever mm-hmm. for my kids. It doesn't matter if I'm a hypocrite or I suck or I'm the worst dad in the world. You're not doing that here. And I know what that means. I know people will say, well, I felt better if they're doing it in my house. Then I know they're okay. I, that's fine. I understand your argument. My that argument is for you. Yeah. And my argument is no. Right. I'm not green lighting that. So you can go do that at the friend's house that they it's okay to do that at, but you can't do it here. And please call me. I'll give you a ride. Never drive. Don't get in a right. car with someone who's been drinking. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, you are an alcoholic and that's a, first of all, I'm sure you worry about that with your kids. They do say there's a genetic element to that. Absolutely. I'm sure that's a fucking concern. Um, and beyond that, uh, you know, the whole partying with kids things. Oh, has always felt weird and wrong to me. There are always the, those parents. Um, but again, it comes down to what do you want to do? Like this to this lady, getting back to her thing. What what are you comfortable with? I think you need to decide that first. And then that's your reason for it. You don't need a reason to support your, you are the parent. No is a complete sentence. You don't have to tell her why. You just have to be comfortable with whatever you do decide on. Yeah, I mean, I just yes feel like the, the the double standard there is very real. Like, yeah. you're considering it because it's two girls. 
you probably wouldn't consider it at all if it were a boy and a girl. Yeah, it would be an absolutely not situation. Or maybe she would. Maybe she'd be in the same. And like and, and that now. is something a lot of families do. I've heard of families that are like, we like this boy. We like this boy with our daughter. He's nice. He's respectful. He's cool. We enjoy his company. He can come on the family trip. He gets to stay in the hotel room with her. Like, whatever. I get that. And I would want my kids to have let's say, a good, nice person that they're enjoying youthful experiences with, I would want that over I met a 22-year-old and I'm 15. Like, that that ain't happening. Not, right. uh, not on my watch. So I can uh. see why some families make exceptions because they go, you know what? He's a good kid. He's a good kid and we like him. We so really maybe like that's him. what you have to take into consideration with this young lady. Maybe she's someone who's good for your child and you feel like, well, why would I damn that when I feel like it's A, they can't get pregnant and B, hey, she's a good person and they're good together. And I know they won't marry because they're high school kids, but right. Well, I don't right. know. That's I mean, a tough one. But I, I have no problem saying absolutely not. No. Right. It's right. It's your comfort level. Um Shoot, you made a point in there that I really liked. And I know I can't, it escapes me. But I, I, I do feel like it, it really is going to come down to what you are personally. And you don't have to explain it to other people either. Like it's, I think you know what you're comfortable with and what you're not. And being true to that and just, and you, you can use that as the reason. I'm just not comfortable with it. I'm sorry. Or, it, but look, if you say I'm perfectly comfortable with it, then yes, of course she can sleep over. You don't get to say anything else. I mean, you allowed it, so. Well, maybe she wants to be there for adult supervision to kind of guide. Just sit in the room, show to them what to do. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. I mean, I for for her, moment. it's it's what what she's comfortable with. I had an, a really oh. weird experience with Anita's dad, um, and this is after Cameron was born. For some reason, I forget the scenario, but I needed to sleep over there at the house at her dad's house, and he was like. You're sleeping downstairs. And I'm like, well, he clearly knows that we've boned. <laughs> but you like, also I, own a house together. Yeah, I, I know. I know. That, but but I understood what he was getting at, which is, you're not going to bone in my house. Yeah. <laughs> and it was you're totally, unmarried asses? I, is that was, what it was? I don't know what it is. Look, even maybe 20 years on the line, he still won't want his kid, his daughter to bone in the house, possibly. And I get that. Oh, okay. You know, that, who knows? Or, that... or that's his marriage stance, and that's understandable too Possibly, like maybe yeah. he feels mm -hmm. like you know hey i i'm i don't want to alienate who my my daughter's partner but i do want him to know they need to be married if they're going to be under this roof doing the you know the maybe that's how he feels i don't yeah. know you know older people have their own sensibilities and that might be it i don't know but either way i get that you were like this is weird but okay yeah, I don't know. What are you going to do, fight him? Downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to fight it. Yeah, no. It's I fine. mean, yeah. it is, it's true. Like, certain things come down to just being respectful of someone's wishes. And your daughter sounds like she's a person who's, you're in, you're looped in, you're aware of what's going on in her life. And maybe she would welcome a discussion where you guys talk about it and you get her feelings and thoughts on it and why she thinks that would be okay and what she thinks might happen just so that you can have a clear picture of what the intentions are. Cause you're not wrong about teenagers finding a way to do the things they want to do mm -hmm. and alienating teenagers. It can be one of the, 
it's a tricky man it's a tricky road you push a kid will push back so hard and find ways and be devious and well but they will also immediately be comfortable now that they're allowed to spend the night she will move in basically right and i don't mean that that necessarily or very specifically but i'm saying you've taken the wall down now that's like that's allowed and you so, okay, yeah, she's going to stay over because we have school early tomorrow and we're going to go in together. And then, oh, it turns out she's, you know, and, and oh, we're studying late. And so she just stayed over. And now we don't even ask anymore because you're cool with it, right? Mm. That's the way kids Slippery think. Slope. Yep. And they're you not know? wrong. You opened the door. And they slid right through because that's what they do. Oh, look at the door. Let's go. Hey, this right. is great. That's awesome over here. I get to do whatever the fuck I want. Teenagers, they're the best. I'm so, so, so glad I don't have teenagers. And little, I'm so glad I don't have little kids. God, kids. Keep you had good boys, in, though. They I weren't did. up to oh, any kind of... You are they weren't not up wrong. To, they weren't up to no good. They weren't up, they weren't up to the no good behaviors. You are, yeah. you are right. They were up to good. They were up to good. Yep. They were good kids. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they... I'm sure there's plenty I don't know. I'm sure of it. I hope. There's, I actually hope there's plenty I don't there's know. There's really no like clear path or answer for, for parenting. You know, like you're going to say one thing and all kids react differently and are, are going to do their their own thing. You know, some yeah. kids are assholes and other kids are great kids like Riley. Right? So, I was an like, asshole for are, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. definitely oh, an asshole. God. I was definitely one of those assholes. I was, I was both i was a rule follower i liked there to be rules and boundaries but i also wanted to push at them the whole time i was so rotten to my mom too that's like i have a few fam- familial regrets and you hear the worst thing i ever said to my mom yes, that i fucking oh still my regret God. it was Janet. like it was middle school her name was kelly uh oh, it was kelly. middle school and i was so mad at her i forget why i was like fucking some stupid some so stupid and i was so mad we were like arguing in the morning and she sends me off with lunch and i said to her I don't even like this. This is disgusting. <laughs> and she, her love language is food. Like, she's always like, here, eat, eat, eat. Still to this day, all she's all about is eat. And I said that, and it, and I could tell. She didn't say, she said nothing and just handed it to me and walked away. And I still think about that every fucking day. Like, I'm a shit fucking kid, dude. Did you what? ever go back and apologize and say, I do this love her like 30 food? years ago. I, I mean, she knows I love her food. I think, I, I know I said it to hurt her. It was so fucked up, but you know, it's one of those things. I just wanted to fucking dig in and I did it. And now I look back like, what a fucking, I didn't even mean it. I can't believe you have never addressed that with her. Maybe like, we're just not that type, you know, that is, that is a, uh, a real thing in every person's life. I don't think it has to just be with your mom. Although your mom is being the most important person in your childhood. Mm -hmm. I can see how that stuck with you, but I can think of things through the years for no reason other than they stuck with me. Some Mm -hmm. shitty thing I did, some shitty thing, like all the way back in like second grade in music class, this girl I had a crush on was singing and I laughed. And I don't know why I laughed. I didn't know how to tell her I really like you. I just laughed and she was singing and was like, oh, crunch. And and now I look back at it and go, what a fucking dick. <laughs> Who laughs at a person who's trying to sing their, you know, but it's that Did kind you of like stuff. Point and laugh. Like, no, <laughs> it was, no, she knew it was she. I mean, I was right there. We were right next to it. But it was just one of those things where 
I, you know, I was a kid. I don't know why I did it. I had a crush on her. I liked her. She wasn't singing badly. And yet there I, that was my reaction. It wasn't, couldn't have been met. And with, it just has stuck with you. All wait, but you years. remember those things. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, you know, in my case, I wasn't trying to hurt her. I had a crush on her. I just didn't know how to get her attention. I got her attention. All right. She was like, mm. God, you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> these things happen that's i mean i i think it's it's really interesting how little snapshots of your life on a long life with all the things that have happened right. and you, that you've done which mm -hmm. ones will stick with you and be recurring you just go what that Why again that in the photo album get out of here come up like what? that one time that that I saw that pretty flower that can't be in there <laughs> it's got to be the time I was an asshole. Mm -hmm. All right. The lotion wasn't mine. That's what, yeah. I, that's what I think about a right. lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure this will be fine. I'm sure this cap gun will be fine. Nope, you're expelled. All right. Well, good luck. Please let us know what you decide and how that goes. I'm interested in this. I mean, that is, I, I think this is, I'm glad you wrote because I do think it's a big deal and a big, mm -hmm. a big decision to make it. And like Vinny said, you're sort of laying the groundwork for, the expectations of the future. So good luck with that. Uh, have a good one, everybody. We're on motherfucking <laughs> vacation. What are you going to do next week? Are you guys going to do like best of um, yeah. mm -hmm. secret shows? We'll and... slide in some uh, some older ones. So there'll some still be some there at 10 o'clock or is that? Yeah, that's right. Okay. 10 o'clock Odyssey. Perfect. All right. That's it. What's up, Vinny? The end. Uh -huh.